Equifax struggles to recover from a massive damaging breach. Coming up in the ISMG Security Report. Hello, Amarek Chabro. In the wake of a massive data breach, which exposed records of more than 143 million accounts that included social security numbers and other personally identifiable information, the credit reporting agency Equifax is facing a branding crisis, one that could prove challenging to overcome. In the case of Equifax, this could be existential to them. Come on, their business is selling and managing information about people's identity. You would think that job number one would be to make absolutely sure that something like this never happened. That's Art Coviello. He knows something about corporate reputation in the wake of a massive security breach. Coviello served as executive chairman of RSA in 2011 when the security provider fell victim to an extremely sophisticated cyber attack that targeted its secure ID product that furnishes customers with two-factor authentication through the use of a token. Coviello's remarks came this past week at the ISMG's Fraud and Breach Prevention Summit in Toronto during a panel discussion that explored the long-term implications of the Equifax breach. Joining Coviello on the stage at the Delta Hotel were RSA Solutions Marketing Director Peter Beardmore and Richard Parry. Parry is a former risk management executive at J.P. Morgan Chase, who now runs his own advisory firm. What follows are excerpts from that panel discussion. My ISMG colleague, Joan Goodchild, served as moderator. Whenever this happens, the, the name of the organization in question is all over the headlines and it's considered a major PR crisis. Do they stand to lose, do you think? What's to really stop people or, or start people about worrying about this if long term the implications are not clear? Peter Beardmore. Breaches are going to happen. In the aftermath, stating what happened, showing that it was mitigated, understanding the damages, compensating the victims in some way, or making it right, keep the victims as your customers in some way, that post-breach response, I think, is going to make or break companies as these sorts of things happen. Art went through this in 2011. <laughs> yeah, very painful, but did a fantastic job. That's how we are going to be judged. To appreciate the situation Equifax faces, Coviello recalled his experience addressing the RSA 2011 breach. Unlike Equifax, which waited more than a month after discovering the breach to alert the public, RSA quickly disclosed the secure ID breach. We immediately went public with the breach, and we gave people prophylactic instructions for how to protect themselves. And of course, we did suffer a loss from having replaced a number of secure ID tokens, and we inconvenienced our customers. But nobody suffered a loss because we moved as quickly as we could. And our CEO at the time, Joe Tucci, made it clear. He said, all right, just give everybody a token. I said, Joe, I would, but I can't manufacture that many tokens that quickly. And then there's the additional problem of our customers would have to deploy those tokens, and they're not going to be too happy with us. Let's just help them mitigate the problem because the Chinese stole this, and they're not going to attack most places. And ultimately, they didn't. When we return after this brief message, we'll hear one of the panelists complain that the obsessiveness with social security numbers obfuscates the real challenge companies like Equifax must tackle. I'm infuriated that we're not having the right conversation about identity, identification, and credentialing. This is the ISMG Security Report.
ISMG's Fraud and Breach Prevention Summit will take place October 17th and 18th in London. Keynote address will be provided by Phil Reitinger, CEO of the Global Cyber Alliance, followed by other information security leaders discussing hot topics like ransomware, GDPR, insider threat detection, and more. Visit events.ismg.io and register today. Welcome back. A big deal has been made over the fact that the Equifax breach resulted in the exposure to the hackers of 143 million social security numbers. The former J.P. Morgan Chase risk management executive Richard Parry contends overly obsessing on exposed social security numbers misses the point regarding data security and credentialing. The social security number is an incredibly valuable thing if you use it for what it is, and that's an account number. It does nothing more than tell you what products and services of the federal government you have in your portfolio. To use it for identity was asinine, but we used it for identity for a long time, and we've become distracted. This Equifax thing, it's the latest big thing that broke the camel's back until the next one. And if it changes anything this time, I think the reaction of management may be what drives the appropriate indignation because the loss of the data itself warrants almost no indignation because your data is out there. And I'm not remotely concerned about my victimhood in that. I'm infuriated that we're not having the right conversation about identity, identification, and credentialing. And I think we've got that completely wrong. And we're happy to have criminals have our data, but we don't want the federal government to have it with a, con with a coherent identity scheme because of privacy. And the reality is we've given away our privacy when we give our sexual histories and our perversions and predilections on Facebook. It's absolutely absurd. Speak for yourself. So we're not. <laughs> I wasn't speaking for myself. I was speaking generally. You can speak for me. Yeah. I'm not an English conservative member of parliament. <laughs> to conclude this review of the panel discussion, Coviello offered a series of questions he would like Equifax's top executives to answer. What kind of culture of security do they have? What kind of understanding at a senior executive level of security and security technology and security process and security infrastructure does senior management have? What kind of oversight was there at the board level of all of this? There were a number of companies I was pleased to see, it was even a bigger number than I would have expected, where their managements did wargaming. Given the response of Equifax, it's highly unlikely that they did much in the way of wargaming and preparing for the eventuality of this kind of, of breach. What was the posture of the, and the competence level of the security organization? Were they benchmarked against Experian, TransUnion, and others? Did they work together and collaborate from a security standpoint? Were they members of the FSISAC in the U.S.? These are the kinds of questions that if we get answers to, we'll find out the level of competence of the Equifax people. Those are the kinds of things that we need to understand. Was it a zero day? What kind of technology might have been able to prevent it if so? Was this an attack that could have been foreseen given that they're sitting on all of this information the way they are? Those are the kinds of questions that they need to be forthcoming with with answers you're listening to the ismg security report on ismg radio ismg your number one source for information security news as the week draws to a close equifax woes continue to mount the federal trade commission says it will investigate the data breach that announcement resulted in a sell-off of equifax shares also a growing number of lawmakers are calling for congressional hearings on the hack 
and the FTC issued an alert warning consumers to be aware of phone calls from individuals who falsely claimed to be Equifax representatives seeking personal or account information. As all of this is happening, ISMG Security and Technology Editor Jeremy Kirk reports that Equifax admits making an error that led to the data breach. And as Kirk points out, the mistake was elementary. The credit bureau failed in a timely manner to patch a vulnerability in the web application development framework known as Apache Struts. Equifax has updated its breach notification, confirming security watchers' speculations that Struts was involved in the breach. While the attack vector is known, Equifax has yet to discuss who might have hacked it. And of course, it may never know. Much of the personally identifiable information exposed in the breach involves American consumers. Equifax's security complications reach far beyond U.S. borders, as Jeremy Kirk explains. Equifax has a new problem on its hands. Argentina. Investigators with Hold Security, which is a Wisconsin-based consultancy, discovered its website there exposed national identity numbers for at least 14,000 citizens. But the breach may be far more extensive. The website held thousands of credit-related dispute records and faxes related to Argentinians who had filed complaints. It also stored the usernames and passwords in plain text for around 100 of the company's customer service representatives. The website has now been taken offline. The findings will put further pressure on Equifax, which has been criticized for its haphazard and slow response to a breach that exposed the personal details of 143 million consumers. Equifax says a vulnerability in the Apache Struts web application framework was to blame. Alex Holden, who's the founder and CTO of Hold Security, tells me that the website for Argentina could be exploited by a three-year-old. Holden is a veteran investigator who discovered the Adobe systems and target breaches in 2013. He says he still found the Equifax findings completely unexpected and surprising. Equifax told me it immediately acted to halt the leak, which is unrelated to the larger breach in the U.S. It added that it didn't believe consumers had been affected. What Holden's team explored was a customer service portal used by Equifax's employees to manage disputes that customers had raised over inaccurate information. The username and password for the portal was one word, admin. The authentication credentials for those employees were also insecurely stored. Pulling up an employee's record showed their username in plain text. The usernames were just variations of employees' names, and the passwords could be revealed by viewing the site's HTML code in a browser. Holden's team took a cursory glance at the customer information stored inside the portal. They found 100,000 faxes recorded by the systems and indications that it had handled thousands of phone calls. What Equifax's latest breach tells us is that when an organization has an incident, more scrutiny comes, and the spotlight is going to be firmly on Equifax for a while. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Jeremy Kirk. That's the ISMG Security Report. Our theme is by Ithaca Audio. I'm Eric Chabro. Catch you next time.